0: This is Dr. Will Wong, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24 7 with your host, Eric Fiorello. Bravo!
1: The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor as a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today is the 19th of March, if you can believe it, 2020. 2020 we're in. Um, How do I want to start today? Well, before I bring this gentleman, we got the great Carmen Caputo coming in here. You know my feeling about this gentleman, Italian number one, but... He and John McCain and Dr. William Wong are the fixtures. Well, Frank De Mayo's in that group, too. We're very blessed. I give gratitude every day for these men. Um, not only are they fixtures to me as men, but look at what they've accomplished, and they're still doing it. And that's to me, is so special it's there's nothing like it but before i bring carmen in i'm going to do a few things here number 1 um, stand up take a deep breath through your nose out through your mouth and repeat after me i am a winner i am a champion i am unstoppable i am a genius see i'm bringing that in the first leg also two i am strong i am powerful all things that matter don't they Don't they matter? They do matter. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am wise. You repeat those three lines to yourself all day. Watch what's going to happen to your life. And you have to do everything for a minimum of 21 to 30 days to create a brand new habit. You remember we talked about habits? Well, we're going to get through this during the show too, but I wanted to lay that out first. Now, Before I get into Fiorello Barbell Company and Motivation and Muscle, I'm going to go out and I'm going to give you the last few shows we've done, which have been absolutely outstanding. As I was telling Carmen before we came on, I don't want to get into this a lot today, but I know we're going to end up touching it at some point because it has to be. But we know what's going on. I'm not even going to name what it is. And we know the attitudes right now, a lot of people are so confused, they're crushed. But this goes back further than what's going on now. We've been talking about this for five years. We're going on six years, So, she men. The male dominance has been just cut off right at the root for years. Men have been made to feel they're nothing but bullies, problems, they don't know what they're doing, and take the back seat to the female usually, all right? Now, before we get into any of the stuff with the female stuff, let me tell you this. Carmen can tell you as a gentleman that's been married a long time. Wives, husbands, boyfriends, girlfriends, same with me. I have my strengths, she has her strengths. That's why we're together. I'm not out to compete against her. We screw around a lot. You know, with weights or whatever. But you know, the bottom line is I could put her right through the ground, but it doesn't serve a purpose. That's my point. So, men, we talked about this today. Well, I just put this up today. The first one was, and they all weave a great thread. It was called My Solo American Dream. The other night, I did a great one with Eric Gutman called Positive Thoughts in Negative Times. I did another solo before Eric's show called Persistence, and you're going to love that if you haven't listened to it. And the one that started it all off, was last Friday's show with Dr. William Wong called Fear 101. Now, Mike Bruce is in the mix, too, and he was a few days before, and that was called Success. Now, listen, every show has its own identity, and it always will. But the common theme is this. You've got to learn to stand on your own two feet, especially a man. And as I said in last night's show is this. Walk with your shoulders squared, chest up, chin up, eyes straight ahead, and as my great martial arts instructor said when we were 10 or 11, it was, never have anything in your ears, or never walk with your head down, which we see so many people do. Why? Because you'll get your fucking ass kicked. Okay? That's the point I'm trying to tell you. You know, you go down, you go out on MotivationMuscle.com and there's stuff. You know, Dale Dugas, built for this part two. I did part one solo. Outstanding. You go out and look at all the power rack training. We're up to volume seven with the great John McCain. Stevie Shanks, plants and straddle lift. I did another one. This is part one. I am built. All right? Rack Singles with John. Dr. Wong, Strongman, Next Generation, and all the other things. Kara Shaw's on there with us. Momentum. Dr. Ariane Messimer, Count Your Blessings, which was the biggest show she's ever scored here. She had over a 1,000 downloads in less than a month. And, of course, our good friend, Amanda Stone. Now, you're not going to find quality like that out there without paying subscription for it. So... I'm telling you right now, go out and listen to this stuff. It is absolutely breathtaking. Now, before we go into Fiorello Barbell Call, I'm going to read you this because I am going to keep hitting you over the head with it until you finally buy into it and buy the book. Persistence once again. Here we go. You recognize and sweep aside certain weaknesses which, <laughs> excuse me, which stand between you and your goals. I'm going to read this over because I didn't like it. I coughed. You recognize and sweep aside certain weaknesses which stand between you and your goals. Your persistence develops into a respected, proved, progressive power. Incredible stuff. What do you want me to tell you? Persistence is the key to anything you want in the world. If you don't have belief... You know, we talk about God. I'm not shy about it here. I'm Catholic. At least I was baptized Catholic. I still go to the Catholic Church. I've got a lot of problems with them. But, you know, that's the way it is. That's my deal. But I'm telling you right now, if you don't persist, you don't win. You're going up in flames. Failure, as I call it. And that's a real important thing to understand right now. So we're going to get into that, I'm sure, today, too. But, Go out to fiorellobarbellco.com, winners and champions. That is our premier product. If you ever wanted something right now that will guide you, other than talking to Carmen or myself, that will do it. And I think it's time we start standing up and thinking this way. And I know most of the lifters do. I have no problem with them. But I have a little different philosophy about things. Carmen can tell you about... The Italian psyche, how it works. As I said to Carmen before we came on, you know, I remember my dad saying to me, you are a stubborn son of a bitch. You know, what I said to him, takes one to know one. And I'll tell you this right now and we we'll, we'll, I'm going to finish everything because I really want to get Carmen in here quick. We were talking about this the other day, you know, my siblings and stuff and you can recognize the Fiorello in all of us, but I believe myself and my brother Mark are really more like the old man in a lot of ways. And I and I know my father can hear me, but I would give anything to tell him that because I know my dad would be so damn proud of what I'm doing right now. You know, a lot of my family spit right in my face with this whole dream. You know, and family and friends, as you'll find out, if you go out and reach, rethink and grow rich, you'll find they can be your biggest detriment to making it. And they're that way with everybody. Do you know how many people have given up their dreams because they're afraid to be criticized? Not me, man. It doesn't even bother me anymore. And you know what? You got to learn to like yourself and be alone. You want to be successful. Learn to be alone. Other than me, I I just want my Italian wife, Alessandra, with me, and that's enough for me, and we're going to go see the whole world. We'll be in Italy half the year probably, too. But that's the point I'm making. If you want these things, sacrifice. It goes with everything. Okay, next line of business is going to be... Come on in here and invest in motivation and muscle and Fiorella Barbell Company. Go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com, Prosperity Conscious Page, twenty-five, fifty, one hundred dollars. Let me tell you something. It goes right to PayPal. And if you've been listening to me with all the things we're up to here, need capital. And like I said, the quality of my shows with everyone. people are paying subscription prices for them because they're so good. We put in detail things that we do. I'm now even taking this further with not only reading excerpts out of famous books and the stuff I've learned I'm teaching. You know Who's doing that? They're making you pay for all this. So when I ask for someone to go out and invest in us, I'm not saying that lightly. And if you won't know anything about the laws... It's great to give, which I've never said no, but you need to give back. That's the idea of it, okay? Next, motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look and listen to all the shows Carmen and I have done. Um, They're all gems. I mean, you know, I it's hard to, you know, it, it's hard not to like one over the other. I'm looking at. Let me go back here, and then I'm getting distracted with things because I just got so many things cooking in my mind. But, for instance, the last show I did with Carmen was called What Do You Want? We also did Hunger to Be Somebody. Then we did a great show with his son Joe on barbells. Next thing we did was with his son Joe, we did a Fathers and Sons. We did a, a show called Squeaky Wheel Training adjustments, and I can keep going. Uh, I'll give you a couple more. Shaking up your lifting, deadlift, and encouragement, and meeting goals, Italians, and mentors. Okay? So, big stuff. Big, big Italian medicine. Believe me. Also, too, sign up for a free newsletter. It goes out to my MailChimp account, and you know how I am with data you will get more than you could bargain for. Um, Also, too, if you want to really put an investment in, and, you know, we're talking to Jason Gillen. I mean, he wants to go around and start pushing the show and getting people to come in with us. We're going to be able to do a lot of that with the brand-new website Michelle Wong and I are in the preliminaries with. And I want to tell you something. Just like Carmen, I've said this before how blessed I am. I mean, Dr. Wong and his wife, you would think... Well, to me, we're all family. But you would think that I was a blood relation to them. And probably I might be better in some that they have. I know there's people on this show that I'm closer to than blood relations. And I've never even shake shook hands with them or looked them dead in the eyes to see if I really do like them. Outstanding people. Outstanding people. And I thank them both. And Carmen, too. Also, too... Go out to our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Men, real uh, I don't remember. I, I'm, I've got too many things on my mind right now. My mind, I was telling Carmen, is running at like a million miles an hour. I mean, I've got, I'm writing stuff down of ideas, I, and it's not to be rude to anybody either. Things are just flashing through my head. Oh, Real men, real strength, real power. See a little delay there. But I had something else I just wrote down. On that note, Carmen is a USA Marine veteran, a retired school teacher, and a champion weightlifter. Now, we're still at 59 or we go to 60 because you had a birthday?
0: It's interesting that you contacted me today because this week, (laughs) Mark. <laughs> Sixty years of training for me. Okay, I gotta
1: change that when I post the show in the next two days. Let me uh once again, Carmen, we are making another note. Um, give out anything that I've missed, any way to get a hold of you, and we're gonna talk about your lifting future. And it's gonna uh comprise a lot of stuff that we've been talking about in the last five days too, so take it away, brother.
0: Well, thanks again for having me on. It's been a while, I know, but you know, stuff happens and you just do what you have to do to get by. Yep. Like I said a second ago, this week marks 60 years. Oh, that I've been training with weight. I was I came home from school in 1960. My parents had ordered a York Big 12 special for me. From York Barbell Company, and it finally arrived, and it was on the back porch when I got home, and I unloaded that stuff, took it down into the cellar. And the minute I grabbed that bar, I knew I was hooked for life, Eric. It's crazy, yep. you know? Yeah, I know I, the feeling. Yep. You know, yep. and so I've been very, very blessed with this activity. I was telling a young man that was training with me this morning in my home gym, I said, this sport has treated me well. It's created so much opportunity for me. I've met some wonderful people. I've accomplished things I never thought was possible. And it's just an activity that I think everybody should at least try. Mm-hmm. Maybe not commit to it for a lifetime like I have, but you know, it it does wonders for you. I'll be 75 in September and I went to see my doctor last Friday and he listened to my heart and lungs and he said it's amazing. He said I wish most uh, the majority of my patients, I wish they would do what you're doing because he said your heart is strong and your lungs are crystal clear, and he said for your age it's amazing. And I said well all you got to do a squat and deadlift and bench press three yep. times yep. a week and you got it locked, doc. And he just cracked up, you know. But it I, it just the body is made to be used, Eric. Yeah. If you're gonna sit on the couch and eat Cheetos and drink beer, that's fine. A little bit of it. Because my couch and I have a close relationship, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> but you have to get up and move. You have to get up and move. And I know a lot of areas of the country right now, the commercial gyms are closed because of this virus thing. Yeah. I've had I've trained at home the whole time. I've always had equipment at home. I I think I can count on my on one hand the number of times I've been in a commercial gym. And I feel very blessed to have the setup I have. I put some pictures up yesterday on various sites that I'm on on Facebook, strong and over 70, and strong and over 40, and in, in your site. Yep. And uh, I just I've gotten some amazing responses from that. But I'm very fortunate and very blessed to have the setup I have. It's always open. It's never shut and I can control who comes and goes, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I have total support of my wife, who will be married 43 years this August. Wow. And there's the reason for any success I've ever had is because of her support and her input, and I'm afraid to quit because she'll kick my butt, you know?
1: Well, yeah, and you know it's a nice thing, Carmen? It's... um. What did I talked in the beginning, you know, I said you got to have a mutual relationship like
0: this. You know, this. this yeah. Me. Yeah. You know, she look at me and she says, "You're crazy." Yep. She says, "But I know if you don't do it, you're going to be even crazier." And I said, "Well, you got that right." You yeah. Know, so
1: yeah. Um. The the thing is, this is something as we all know. You and a few of the other guys that are on here. You've been doing it for a long, long time. And, you know, you and I talked offline about our feeling as far as we've got to get more and more people educated. You know, as we talked about with the show I'm doing with Dr. Wong, and and sometimes John is on. You know, the idea here is this. Let's make it as simple as possible. And, you know, when they're talking, well, we're going to close the gyms, what are we going to do? Well, why do you think I tell people? Have some sandbags at your house. You know what you can do for the next week or two? Walk with sandbags. You'll feel great. It'll be a change. Or start putting a small gym down in your basement or maybe in your garage. Maybe you're not using your garage. Start doing things like that. But the point of the matter is this, you know, especially when, you know, you're, you're getting, uh, you know, a checkup. And medically, there's guys half your age that aren't even close to what you are regardless if it's physical, mental, and obviously structurally, uh, you know, we're and we're talking organs, you know, heart, lungs, all that. Um, a lot of guys 35 years old, 40 years old would wish they had what you've got. And this all goes down to what we're going to talk about today is your lifting future. And the reason why I wanted to get into this more than anything, I thought this was a great show to do with Carmen, number one. And we've been really hitting, you know, all the stuff about people and, you know, how I feel that society and people in general, they've just let themselves down. You know, you buy into this stuff, you're petrified. You know, now my niece, she's uh 13, I think, Olivia. You know, my mother was telling me, you know, and her parents are great, my sister and brother-in-law, and, you know, they've reassured her. You know, when you're in school and kids talk and they text and all that, she's petrified of this. All right? This is my opinion with so many things. And Carmen and I have talked about this on and off the air. And he knows as a teacher, same way with John McCain when we talk about this. You know, these kids are up against a wall to me all the time. We all are in some ways. But it all depends what you're gonna let in, the reality you're gonna create, but a younger kid doesn't know that unless they've got an uncle like me that's gonna sit them down and teach them. Because they don't get taught this in school. Alright? School has become a political haven in my, in, in my mind, because I just know what I hear. And I'm like, a 13 year old should not be frightened to death of, of, of everything. Okay? Whether it's the lockdowns and this and that and the pedophilia that's going on in a lot of these, all this stuff, all right? Because I'm here to tell you, I've said it before, if I ever find out somebody fucked with one of those kids, I'll kill them. I'll say it right on the air, you can record it. You're not going to do shit like that to me, my friends, or my family. I don't look the other way with things like that. And we're in a time now where I said to Carmen, okay, let's use our downtime. Let's start thinking about goals. If we've been lifted for a lot of years, maybe Carmen, you know, maybe Carmen will tell you a goal he wants now. I can tell you multiple goals I'm working on right now. It gives you an opportunity now to make yourself stronger. Because you know something folks, contrary to what you hear, this isn't gonna last. It's not going to last. And I can tell you this, because I I was telling Carmen, you know, Carmen's a Marine. Dr. Wong's a Marine. And I get a lot of stuff from Dr. Wong, because he's hooked up with a lot of military, a lot of MDs, you know, a lot of factual people, in my opinion. And I'll tell you right now, they didn't count on a lot of this... um, blowback from the American people oh there's a lot that are putting their head between their legs and saying please 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 don't but there's an awful lot of us that aren't and I don't think they counted on this and I was telling Carmen he knows anybody that pays attention and writes you know I saw this in Forbes gun sales are through the roof again why? because people don't trust these people to tell them the truth and especially in New York here this place is the pits. Now, the sun just came out. It has rained for most of the day. I have scheduled to train this morning. I was not going to put my stuff out in pouring rain, even though it's covered. So I go tomorrow early afternoon. The extra day is not going to hurt, and I'm going to be incorporating dead stop, band, yeses, glute hams, and band, and iron boot, back raises, plus, The other piece that goes with big erectors are close-grip rows. And there's a certain way you do them in the power rack, obviously, and obviously I'm going to pull them for an isometric. But there's a certain way you handle the bar. And I usually use an Apollon. I don't know if I'll use the Apollon for that tomorrow. It'll probably be my York standard um, Olympic bar. There's a certain way you grab the bar, and you know you're doing it right when you can feel the middle of your back cramp. When you pull that row. So tomorrow's gonna to be kind of a, an experimental day with some things. And I will tell you, I probably won't be walking too good Saturday morning. But you know what? This is what we talk about in all the shows with John and Dr. Wong and John. You're not gonna ever get anywhere if you're afraid to go out and take a risk. If you're risk adverse with everything, You're better off just staying in bed with the covers over your head every day. It's all yours, Carmen.
0: Well, you know what? I agree with everything you just said. You you cannot, if you if you're going to lay down and pull the covers up every day, you have no life. You know, life is a is an adventure, and it's meant to be lived, and it's meant to be a test. Every day's a test. And some days are easier than others and some days are harder than others, mm-hmm. but you still have to take the test. And if you survive the day, you have passed that test for that day. It's kind of like going to the gym for me. I, I grab that bar and some days it goes easy as silk and other days it's like you're dragging your butt across sandpaper. You know, it's, yeah. it, it works. but you can't quit, man. If you want your, if you want to achieve your goals, you have to stay persistent and just keep on persevering. You know, and, and we've talked about this in the past. If you want to achieve something, make a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what you want to do. How are you going to do it? So you make your plan, you work your plan, and after a period of time, you test yourself, and, and if you'll probably make your – achieve your goal. And if you don't, just re- back up and start over and just keep pounding. the Weightlifting, whether it's rocks, iron, whatever – Olympic, powerlifting, CrossFit, I don't care whatever it is you're doing. If you're working against resistance, some days it's going to whip you, and other days you're going to whip it. Mm -hmm. You just have to have more days where you whip it than you'd have where it whips you. And if it does, on those rare occasions, that if it does whip you, back up, redouble your effort, and make sure that the next time you're going to conquer it. Otherwise, you know, why why bother? I just – I don't know. I have goals still at 75 almost. I go out to the gym six days a week, and I still have goals I want to achieve. Now, granted, it's not as easy as it was when I was 30, but you still have to grab that bar, set your mind, and do your work, you know, and it'll happen. This is not a sport for people who are easily broken. (laughs) No way. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's true. Bob, um, if you don't have the right mindset, it's going to run you out of the gym every dad gum day. And there's no sense to that. You know, you just got to settle in, focus, and say, today is my day. I own this iron. I own it anyway. It's my stuff. But, uh, you know, you own it in a different sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know what, Carmen? Uh, and I think we've
1: talked about this before, but this is worth going over again and again, too. I, I've said a couple things that I really believe truthfully about weightlifting, and this is the first thing. Just because you and I parked that bar, whether it's in a rack or on the floor or whatever, and we walk out and shower and do whatever we got to do, because now we're going to live the so-so, what do they say, um, I don't know. We're 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 going to be like just regular people which you and I aren't. We know that. But here's something that I know. I know it for sure. Just because I don't have that bar in my hand doesn't mean it's not still with me. I don't yeah. know if you I don't know if you've ever felt that way. I I do all the time. I feel like I've got something hooked to me all the time. I'm not saying dragging me down either. I'm yeah. talking where that bar is as much of a my life as I, as of it, okay, as my arms, as my legs, as my head, as my eyes. There's no way now, other than we aren't together in a physical sense, that we're even separated. That's the first thing. Number two is this. I, I made this of mention, I think, on a show with John with The Rack. And I said, you know, I've been thinking about this an awful lot and for a lot of years. And here's how it goes. Carmen made a great distinction there where, you know, you better be tough as nails to handle this because it's not – this type of training, okay, is a leg breaker. And I don't mean as in squatting or deadlifting. I'm just talking from from any sense of the word, lifting is a beautiful thing, but it's not kind in any way. If you're looking for kindness, you're going to get your face smashed in. But – Here's what I always say, is this, and I've noticed this, noticed this a lot lately. You can't fool your body. Oh, you might be able to play a little game, little hair trigger with things, but if you know what I'm talking about, especially with training, and you try this kind of shit for a while, what's the body gonna do to you? Well, the body's gonna rebel against you. And the body's not gonna allow you to do this or that or whatever. And you know why? Here's why, if you don't know. The body has a protective mechanism in it to protect you. So if it senses something out of the ordinary repeatedly, or you're trying to pull a game on it, it'll smack your ass right to the floor. And if you think I'm kidding you, and you're getting wise to it finally, well, then you know what I'm talking about. If not, you're going to find out if you stick with it the way Carmen and myself do, Um it's a very interesting thing about how things work. And as you get more and more into physical culture, as you develop, whether you want a power lift like Carmen does. but he does other things, we know he's written about it. He's talked about it on the show here. If you want to get into the rack stuff like I've always done, but now it's a dedicated effort because there's some big goals I want in the rack. And a few other things that have happened where... I'm doing it for specificity too, and it seems like some other things are healing in a way that I'm able to do some things that I couldn't a few months back, all right? So when you're smart about things, you always find a way. When we talk about lifting future, well, okay, I had to be smart enough to say, okay, I'm going to do this and see what transpires to this. Oh, wow, it worked. Okay, let's go and put another exercise in there and see what that does. Wow, that worked. Well, four months later, you're hoofing through everything. And you're like, why didn't I do this full-time years ago? Well, I'll tell you why. Because things didn't happen in that way a few years ago, so there was no need to go to the extent you're doing now. But now you're driven. I mean, driven more so than ever. And this is what the fun of it is now. With all the crap going on, here's what you do. Whatever you want to do. Maybe you want to be make your business bigger. Well, you know, you can't do this and that. It's not going to last forever. Start planning it now. What did Carmen say? Start planning. Start writing it down. Make a vision board. My God, man, you're all very intelligent people. Everyone is a genius, in my opinion. It's just you, you're lazy, a lot of you. You want it to come to you. Nothing is going to get dropped at your feet. I, I Believe me when I tell you. You know, with my businesses, do you know how many people I thought would help me? <laughs> well, very few have. Do I take it personally? No. But there's a lot of people that just don't believe in you. And when we talk about thinking, grow rich and the word persistence, you damn well better have it. Because if you don't, you're finished. It's all yours, Carmen.
0: Well, again, I agree with everything you said. And it seems like there's a lot of people that want stuff, certain specific things. They want physical strength. They want money. They want a position of a power or authority. But they're not willing to put the time in to accomplish that. Yep. And it that is so strange to me. You know, when I was six years old, I listened to my mother tell me she was she's a Brit. She grew up in England during the Battle of Britain. She survived bombings from the Luftwaffe. And I I listened to stories that she told me about that and I, I that Attitude of perseverance and don't don't give up, don't give in. If you give in, you're letting the bad guys win, whether it's physically or mentally or whatever. But from early age, I knew when I got old enough, I wanted to join the Marine Corps. Right. And I had people tell me that's not going to happen, you know, because so I was I was five eight hundred, hundred pounds, Eric, and they said, no, you're not strong enough, you're not big enough. And I got the weights in sixty. I was five eight hundred pounds literally a hundred pounds when those weights came and by the end of my senior year I was 140 pounds yeah and and I was breathing on my own and the Marine Corps said well you'll do we'll take you Mm -hmm. you know you don't need help we got you and my dream had been fulfilled but I focused on that and worked I don't know how many years to get to that point I hit Paris Island and I thought, what the hell did I want this for, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's when I realized that you have to break your plans into segments because there were days we'd get up and they were on us from the minute we awoke. And I'm thinking, if I can make it to breakfast, I'll be all right. Yeah. And then they're on you again and you say, okay, we got this class at 10 o'clock. If I can make it to that class, I'll be okay. And I found myself breaking my day into these segments to make sure that I survived in order to get through the day. Yeah, and at the end of the day, you say, "You know what? I look back and I did all this i can I can do all this, and I had told myself there's only two ways I'm leaving Paris Island. one's in a box and one's in a uniform. Well, and you know you have to do that to yourself. you it sounds harsh. And I don't know how many people today are geared that way, but that's what I needed to do to get through that. And it's the same thing when I go in the gym, I know what day it is. I do certain stuff on certain days, you know, Monday and Thursday are bench press day, Mm -hmm. Tuesday's squat day, Saturday's deadlift day. I come in on those days and I said, okay, I know that why I'm here, this is what I'm going to accomplish. And then you have to start planning out how you're going to do that for that particular day. And, you have no time for negative people to be around you. Right. I, I used to have folks that came by and say, What are you doing that for? You can't do that. And I say, You can leave right now. I agree. Yep. Because I don't need that negative bullcrap. You know, I'm here to work, I'm here to achieve, and I don't need people telling me I can't because I know I can. If you're, if you're not going to support me, then just take your show on the road and move on down the street, you know, and when yeah. you need your piano move, call somebody else. Exactly. Point, you know? Well, you
1: know, I, I just let me interrupt you for a second, too, and I'll, I will
0: go right back. I,
1: I, you know, this is yes or no with you, but I think, you know, I know you're married, you have a son, uh, granted, and you and I have talked on a lot of this stuff before. But I think a lot of us lifters, physical cultures that really understand this and have this mind like that, and it might be an Italian thing, too. I don't know. I think a lot of us, in some ways, and and, and I don't mean your whole life, but I think a lot of us are lone wolves, too. I do. Okay. All right, go ahead. Take it. You comment.
0: I was telling my wife last night, I said, you know, I know there's a lot of people right now that are complaining about this lockdown. Yeah. (laughs) Quarantine, yep. I, but you know, I don't give a flip. I got you. I got my gym in the backyard. I got a freezer full of spaghetti sauce. I'm <laughs> <good>. <laughs> you know, yeah,
1: I know the feeling. Yeah, but you
0: know, and I mean, I just I, I i don't need a lot of people around me. The people I need around me, I have around me. My wife, yep, my son and his wife. You know, yep. and, and, and that's it. Yep, I, if I know. You need if you need tons of outside support. You need to look at what you're doing in your life, you know, because was it Yule Brenner said this years and years ago? You know, you're you're born alone. Yep. You live alone, and you die alone, and he's right. Yep. Definitely. You know? Yeah. Well, the
1: thing is, there's too many people out there that need approval from other people, and right. one one of the things I believe that lifting does for you is it create now. You've got to be of that ilk, too, but you can change how you think. I've proven it, and I've been teaching it more and more. What it is, is lifting teaches, at least I'm going to speak for me. It's taught me an independence that I've never and and ever will have learned from anyone. As great as my parents were, you know, this is what you do, you know, blah, 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 okay? But, like Carmen said, I said the same thing. When I was 10, and we went over to my aunt's and got that leaky, uh, sand weight set, when I, when I grabbed that bar, now, mind you, I played all types of sports, organized and unorganized, I loved it all. But I wasn't like a team guy, I, let me rephrase that, I was to a point, but I liked going out and seeing what I could do. And if you're going to do that a lot, you know, you weren't going to be on the team a lot. But I'll tell you this, when I touched that bar, I swear to God, something fused in my brain. And there I went from there. Only that one injury, obviously the big one, when I blew my left bicep in Iceland. But, you know, we've had nicks and this and that, and I still got a little thing here and there, and it's taken care of in a lot of ways. Um, It's been great. I mean, I, I, but it teaches you this independence where, you know, I have friends of mine, girls especially, I know, you know, um oh, let's go out, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, nah. And they're like, uh, and they're always like, either they're married still or they're divorced or they're looking for somebody. And I'm like, why am I going to go out with a group of guys yeah. to go out and meet a girl? That makes no sense. And besides that. Yeah. I'm not really into the sports bar scene or any of that. I've gotten in a lot of trouble in places like that because they get a few beers, and they're like, I'm going to go get that wide-shouldered fucker and see what he's got. And it's like, bad move, man. Bad fucking move. So I don't like to go to places like that. You know, I meet people all over the place, regardless. All right. But I also have this independence where, you know, like my mom will say, oh, you know, women are different you know, or my girlfriend would say, you know, we like to be with other, and I'm like, I don't care one way or the other, you know, if I'm dating somebody at the time, you know, and things go well, you know, it's great to be with somebody, but here's the big but, I don't need to be with them, and, and, you know, my buddies all, you know, everybody's like, well, you know, aren't you doing this and that and the other thing, well, number one, I I don't, I don't, I don't tell about anything sexual with any girl, I don't think it's a funny thing. I never did, and I don't need to brag that you know I fucked her five times. All right, I, I I don't I I just don't see that. To me, that's disrespect to her. If she wants to carry on like that, we wouldn't be around be together too long, anyways. All right, and and you know as we talked about on Fear One Hundred and One with Doctor Juan, a big thing that's happened now, especially in the dating scene, is because of these younger guys, and this is sick. A lot of them you know, were raised on soy, so they never genetically um, prospered where you should. And the MDs now come out and even say it. Number two, and I don't know if it's because of that or they could be fine, they really don't have a lot of interest in the opposite sex. And I'm not saying they have it in their own. Maybe they do. It doesn't matter to me. And the third biggest thing is, most girls in their mid-late 20s, early 30s right now, because they can't, contrary to what you hear, there's a lot of girls that still like a door held for them, still like to be told, you look great. I love spending time with you. Okay? Well, they're not getting this anymore. So you know what? The guys in their late 30s, 40s, 50s are dating women in their late 20s to about 37 now. Why? Because these guys can perform every which way, they know how to hold the door, they know how to give a compliment, and they got a little bit more going between their ears than most of them. And they're not probably, I don't know, but they probably don't have a phone in their left or right hand 24-7, which to me, I, I will never get that. But my point is here, you know, when we're talking about futures, when we're talking about lifting and all that, lifting creates... This type of genius in you where you can do, like, I can go to a family thing and interact with everybody and the kids, and we're out playing ball and all that. But you know what? You put me on a dead-end street with no light and say, go stand there. I could do that, too, no problem. Why? I'm not afraid to be alone. Go ahead, Carmen, take it. But that's my point. That's my point.
0: Independence. You know, again, you're, you're making good sense. One thing lifting does that it has done for me is it has made me very aware that when you're under that bar, it's you against gravity. Yep. Nobody else can help you. Now, if you get stuck, of course, people are going to pull you out. But it teaches you independence. It teaches you to focus, and it teaches you to rely on your own self and your own abilities. Yep. In in how to gauge that too, you know. So there are days you go in the gym, and I know this happens to you. Some days it feels five times heavier than what it says. Oh yeah. In other days it feels like it's just filled with helium. It just goes up, you know. Yep. And, and it and that's what's frustrating about it. For sometimes for me is that well I did it yesterday or I did it last week. What's the problem? Yep. Last week maybe your mind was more clear. You didn't have as many things pulling at you. The weather was better. What, who knows? It's just that sometimes it'll beat you down. But when you, when you put your hands on that bar, whether it's to clean it, deadlift it, squat it, whatever, you, it's just you against the bar and the iron. And you have to rely on your own abilities, your own training program. Everything you've done up to that point comes together in one sharp point and it's either make it or break it. And most of the time, you make it. Yeah, if you've trained right, you know. And that's the thing that irritates me right now is for young people to get into the sport. There's no material out there for them to read, to learn how to do it the right way. The, the stuff that's out there now is BS, in my opinion. Oh yeah, hell yeah! It's all pump and bloat. You know, let's let's do the 50 reps a set to get the biceps pumped up. Yeah. What good does that do you? you the- Nothing. No, if you got to move the fridge, you don't need pumped. You need some (laughs) muscle power behind you, you know. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm an old guy and I got old school ways, but old school ways have worked for me for years, and I'm not going to change now. And my son, I trained him the same way, and he's pretty much the same attitude as I am. You go in the gym, it's all business. Yeah, you your stuff, you get out, then you have fun. You know, I mean, it's fun doing the workout. But you don't get there and play a game while you're working out. You know, I've seen people, I've seen pictures. Yeah. People sitting in the gym and they're fiddling with their phone or whatever it is and they're not focused on their training. How can you call that a workout? That's not a workout. Put that, leave that stuff in the bag, do your training, clean up, go home.
1: Well, here anybody I train Carmen is not allowed to have a phone on them when they train if you want if you got a gym bag or you want to leave it on my picnic table or whatever you're you're, but it's off okay um if you don't comply to that you leave i don't care because i'm telling you right now everything needs standards and rules we you know i know everybody's like ah you know that's that's this and that well look you and i both know weights can kill you if you're not careful Exactly. If you're not going to be focused on what you're doing and you're going to sit there and play with your apps, as they love to call them, go home. okay? Because I don't, number one, need a lawsuit. And number two, I don't need you to fucking drop that and break your foot and then you're laid up for six months. The point of the matter is this. When you have a job to do, you do the job well. That's it. You go and do that, and if you want to go home later and watch your fucking porn or whatever they're doing on these phones, be my guest, but don't bring it here. Don't bring that attitude here. When you come here, be ready for bloody hell, okay, because whether I inflict it on you or you inflict it on yourself, you're going to need to have everything you got to combat everything, and as I say... I have no problem with failure anymore. I used to hate that word. Failure leads to success. And I've had training-wise, I've had failures. It could be 3 three workouts in a row. You might suddenly have one good move and then the rest of it's like, "Oh my god, what happened to me?"
0: Yeah.
1: And here here's what I here's what I want to tell everybody. It's not a bad thing. You want me to tell you why? I, I'm going to tell you why. Because not only do you start thinking in the right way, okay, because I've had, I've talked about this. I've had workouts where I was in tears almost, man. I'm talking, I'd be so upset I'd go to throw a 45 on, the thick ones. I wouldn't even clear the, like that big pad in the bottom of your hand by your thumb. I would slam that between two 45s not even thinking. You want to talk about hurt? (laughs) <laughs> i'm talking people look at my hand, and say what the hell happened to it did you cut yourself yeah. you'd have you'd have about a three inch long black and blue spot that was maybe if it was an eighth of an inch it'd be a lot but it looks uglier than it is and it does hurt the first day
0: now that is pain that's unique to the sport too you pinch your <laughs> you pinch yep 45s and that's yep. something that most people don't understand you know now,
1: now and you know what that was all from that was from not paying attention.
0: Right. That was,
1: that was from being very upset. And as I, totally distracted. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, I've pulled them back or I would sit there. You could hear me probably down the end of my dead end street. I'd be yelling like Paul Anderson, Steve Jack, all this shit. And, and it's like, why? Because I admire these people, what they did, and I know their spirit still roams. And I remember I was telling John McCain that, he was like, holy shit. I was like, yeah, I said, I do some pretty off-the-wall stuff, but it's also gotten me back into it quicker. It doesn't always work. Then I've talked about where it was so bad that day. At least that's the way I perceived it. I'd shut the garage door down and say, I quit. I've had enough of this. And you've heard me talk for years about my 95-foot driveway. I'm not even down halfway. I'm already thinking about the next workout. Why? It's like what I said with the business. I love what I do, and I do what I love. Okay? Nothing. Karma can tell you. He's been married 40-plus years. His relationship they have their, their 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 tests with each other. They have that tried and true. You wouldn't be alive if you didn't have that. And to me, pouring your heart and soul in anything is going to have blowback. And if you're like a lot of people now, where you know what? It's so easy to get out of things. It's so easy to give up on others that they never go through anything. And then, you know, I was talking about this one girl that I was going out with a few years back. And we split up because she didn't like all of the time I was giving the business and the training. And, I mean, she lifted and all that, but it was all right for a little while. But suddenly things started coming unhinged. And I think the thing that really did it and I've talked about on the show was that night when we were at this bar, which it's kind of a hoity-toity joint, and we were with another couple, and I didn't like, her friend I didn't really like her friend that much and I didn't like the boyfriend at all and he was the guy that used to always like like slap me on the shoulder or something say hey big guy and I said to him one day you know my name's Eric you know that's the way I you know address me that way because you know everybody's looking at you and they already know you're a weightlifter it's like you know just shut up man so it happened the one night and um I said, I'll go up and get drinks. I don't drink much. Uh, I was just drinking water pretty much, ice. They didn't make any money off me other than with my girl. So I go up there. I said, I'll go up and get stuff. Well, this guy gets up, and he says, I'll go up with the big guy, and he, and he uh, hit me again. And I don't know what was going on with me that night. And everybody was in there. It was a Friday night. And I turned around to him, and I said, don't ever put your fucking hands on me again, or I'll feed you your arm. And I said, never call me big guy again. Well, that erupted a big fight. This was going on in the middle of the bar, and the bouncers were all looking at me. I'm just saying, you fucking put your hands on me, I'm going to throw you right out the window. I mean, I was, like, fiercely dangerous, man. I was so sick of the shit. Well, she starts jumping all over my shit, and I said, you know what? Stay with your friends. I'm done with you. And I walked home and I was probably two miles away from my house. And yeah. didn't, and didn't care. She called me a couple times the next few days. I said, I, I have nothing to say to you. You picked them over me. You know, I don't like being talked to like that. And blah, blah, blah. And you know, what she said to me, well, you shouldn't be so big and strong. I said, that's the end, man. And that was it. I, I went, I went yeah. and got, I went and got all my stuff. You don't came need back. That. No. So I see her. Was it a year ago, Christmas, I think it was, at a great bar called The Fountain. By the way, they're great people. Ginger, I hope things straighten out. I know business, is, you're getting killed right now. So I run into her with two of her friends. Now, she's very smart. She's got money. And I said, oh, my God. So I walk in. Her name's Kate. She said, Eric, I said, hey, Kate, how you doing? Obviously, hug, you know, it was near Christmas, blah, 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 blah. We cut to the chase. I said, well, I'm glad, uh, congratulations, I hear you got married. We're on, we're split up and we're going to get divorced. And I'm like, what the wow. fuck? Yeah. I, I said to her like this, I said, what happened? If you don't mind me asking. She goes, I made a bad move. I said, meaning... She goes, I never should have done what I did with you, and I wanted to call you a million times and tell you this or stop by and see you, but I didn't think you'd even give me the time of day. I said, that stuff's long under the bridge, and and she said, I I made a mistake. I, I never should have did what I did, but I was pissed too, and I said things I never should have, and I never should have made you choose between me, you, and your business. I said, there was never a choice, but I said, it just couldn't be all for one. So we got talking some more, and, you know, it was kind of this hint around, you know, maybe we should get together sometime. And I said politely to her, I said, I never go backwards, honey. And I said, I wish you the best of luck, and that was it. And that's why I say that independence, and I wasn't cold or at all. I, You know, I would have liked to go back with her. I really liked that girl. But I was like, I'm not going to make the same mistake twice because we all know if you do go back with somebody, most of the time it doesn't work. The first few months are great because the sex is incredible. After that, it's all over, man. And I wasn't gonna cut my throat a second time. So you know, that was just a lesson in 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 being not only logical about things, but being kind when things really went over the cliff. And then obviously Trying to be gentlemanly enough to say, "Hey, look, you need to go out and meet somebody that's more geared for what you want. I'm not
0: geared for you. You know what I mean?" Um, I, I agree with you. I think some people are intimidated by those of us that lift.
1: Yeah, I do too.
0: Just that we do. I mean, you know, you, you got bumps and lumps at the average guy. <laughs> so, you know, yep. but I think that intimidates some people. Yeah. And because of that, they put up a defensive shield, and that affects the way they behave. Yep. And it affects the way they speak. And before you know it, what started out as a decent interlude turns to crap. Yep. And everybody's hunkered down in their own little section saying, okay, if you want to fight, let's fight, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I just don't need that in my life. I'm too old, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because at this point, I've been there and done that and I don't need to do it anymore. In the, in in, the I know this is kind of stupid to say, but if you're going to push me to that point, I'm going to hurt you.
1: Yeah, I'm with you.
0: And yeah. a life sentence in jail doesn't scare me anymore because I'm 75 friggin' years old, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm well, gonna... yeah, but, but you know what, too? It's like, uh, this is one thing I've learned through the power of subconscious mind and rewire. Every time you and I... Get into it with somebody or hold a grudge. And you know, Italians are masters at it. Oh, yeah. Um, which is no good. And I've pretty much let most of that go now. That means that too. And it's hard, but I've had to do that. Well, what ends up happening is they own your power.
0: That's right. They're renting space in your head for free. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not worth it, you know?
1: No, I'm not giving my power to anybody, man, other than me. Or if someone needs help, that's one thing. But getting pissed at people and this and that. Look, Carmen said it. I mean, what do I have to prove? I mean, you know, if someone comes after me, well, that's one thing. If you put your hands on me, that's another thing. You know, um, I've said this before on shows. I don't even like girlfriends, my mother, anybody. I don't like people touching my face unless I say, okay. I've got an aversion to that for some reason. Nothing ever happened other than the grandmother squeezing your cheeks so hard they th- felt like oh. they were going to burst. No, oh, yes. nothing, nothing like that. And I always say, probably in another life, who knows what happened. I don't know, but I have a big aversion to that. And, boy, you want to get me fucking tight. Do something like that to me because I don't know, I I don't know if I see that as a threat or what, but I don't like that kind of stuff. Now, it's different when, you know, you're going out with somebody, things change. Okay, I'm not, you know, and, and look, if you see me around my nieces and nephews, you would laugh because they'd be like, what a friggin' pushover. Well, that's different. Okay. They're kids. I love them with everything I got. All right, I don't care. They could smack me in the head, smack me in the face. They'll they'll learn that you don't do that to their uncle. But my point is it's different. Okay? It's a different thing. Because I think with everything we do, lifting, we're talking the future of it and all that. Carmen and I said, you touch the bar, bang, something went off. Um, you know what that is? That's that's your body intertwining with everything, man. We talk futures. Well, hopefully Carmen and I will be doing it for another 50 years. Okay. At least my point is this. You can't have a future if you're not willing to invest in yourself with anything. And when you want to invest in yourself and in, and in others, great things happen to you. Great things happen to you. The more people you can help, the more it's going to come back to you. I'm not saying be foolish and give everything away like I did. But what I'm saying is I still believe in the long run it will all work out in my favor. And I never did it with the idea to work out in my favor. The point of the matter is that's how I was raised. You know, at one time before we went into this business, you know, I mean, I'd be making six figures now if I was still in it, but I was making over eighty two thousand dollars when I left. It was no big deal if somebody down the street said, Hey, could you teach me how to do this, that and the other thing? Of course, because I had money coming in at all times. I never minded doing it for nothing, but now it's a different story, you know but yeah. but but and I'll give it to you, and Carmen, will summarize everything up the, the The main thing is is this we've got downtime now. This stuff is not going to last forever. And I want everyone to remember what we're saying right now. It is not going to last forever. Take your time and invest it into your future. Lifting, entrepreneurship, your relationships, your children, yourself. How's that for a change? Start investing in yourself. What did Carmen say? Cheetos on the couch. Well, maybe once in a while. Now, every night after dinner, go for a five-minute walk. Increase it the next week to seven minutes. In a month's time, you'll be doing 15. And like you said, little steps. Little steps equal the big goals. Big goals equal the lifelong goals, okay? Then you educate others. I was telling that to my mother today, you know. They won't let you in the banks now. So she never did the thing where you write yourself a check And you give it to the teller and they cash it and give you the, uh, money back. And she was a little bit upset about it. I said, look, let's spin it around in a positive way. You can still get to your money, number one. And number two, you're going to be able to teach somebody that's never done that before. Right. And and let's, and let's let it go right there. At first resistance and then it stopped. But see, this is how people are Told and how they are constantly programmed to act. Change the software program in your head. I'll leave it at that. Carmen, summarize everything. Take your time, give out your info, and we will set up a, a show for
0: April, sir. All right. Well, again, thank you for the opportunity. And something you said a little bit ago about when you leave the gym, you know, you leave the bar on the floor. Yeah. And all of that. I got me to thinking. Look at your hands, Eric. Yep. Will you ever truly leave the gym? You no. You see those calluses on yep. your hands? Yep. That bar is with you 24-7, brother. Yeah, you you're can right. always tell a lifter's hands. I'm looking at my hands right now, and I got calluses on my little finger, Yep. my ring finger, and the middle finger, and then the heel of my hand. They are there all the time. You can always tell a lifter's hands. That bar stays with them all their life. Yep. And one of my pet peeves is people that think they gotta lift with gloves. Oh, God! I mean, that's, if, you know, if you're gonna lift with gloves, make sure they match your purse. You know? <laughs> and your skirt! Don't forget. <laughs> but anyway, I just, that made me think about that, cause you never truly leave the bar. The bar no. stays with you. The yep. minute you start this sport, it stays with you for the rest of your life. You know, your attitude changes, you're physically changed, you're mentally changed and it's, it's, they're all positive changes too, in my opinion. Yeah. 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 And, and I just, my goal right now is to continue doing this as long as I can. And I, I just feel so fortunate to have a setup at home where I can do this anytime I want. Yeah. Whether it's cold, wet, snow, ice, hot, I can still go out and do what I need to do. I was telling my wife the other day i said I'm glad I've got the gym here because with all these places shut down, I'd be uh. driving, I would be driving her crazy, yep, she said just for a little while because I'd shoot you probably <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean I just if you got goals, make a plan, folks, make your plan, work your plan, and after you reach that goal, sit back, reevaluate, make another plan you know you're only limited by your own self just keep on keeping on and push forward all the time never retreat never surrender and i just enjoy these opportunities to visit with you eric and i look forward to the next time and thank you so much for having me on
1: anytime carmen anytime you're welcome here anytime i'm going to just read the cover of this great book robert h Schuler is the author Tough times never last, but tough people do. I think that says it right there in a nutshell. If you want to go out and buy a great book, go out and buy that. Um, There's an awful lot of material in there to learn from, and that's what it is. You know, You hear Carmen, with all the experience he's got, I only got maybe half of that. Well, a little more, but I can tell you this. Like all of us, we've put ourselves in a place where sometimes, as my dad would always say, Put yourself in a corner and see if you can fight out of it. And that would be the words I would give you from my dad. And he was pretty wise about a lot of stuff. We do that a lot with the shadow boxing, the way we got this tractor tire. It's big, very compact, and, you know, I've got 13 and a half feet. And the idea of this is when you're fighting in the tire, the idea is to see how really good you are is to not touch your feet on the lip of the tire. It's pretty goddamn hard, let me tell you, because we're moving. We do this one movement. You want to do something that will really get you in shape. Uh, we do it a lot on the driveway or up hills. Walk. You can walk any footage you want. I usually do it 5 to 10 feet. Drop into a squat position. Pop up, throw two quick jabs, do it again, two quick jabs, and keep going. You do that for 15 minutes straight, and I dare you to tell me you can't get under a heavy bar and destroy it. The reason why we're doing it, and this all came from John McCain, when he wrote for Hard Gainer, Leonard Schwartz, who came up with the great heavy hands, and if you haven't investigated it, go out and do it, John wrote quite a bit about it, and the movements he likes to do, and there was three of them. He would do a squat pull up, a good morning, and this is all with body weight. And the cross country skiing with a pair of heavy hands. You can use two and a half pound Olympic plates that you can put your if you can put your hand through them, and simulate that. And simulate it, I would say, minimum of fifty feet. And the idea here is once you get going. You want to do this for 15 to 30 minutes. This is why I say I don't have to sit and do all these warm-ups now because the body is so engaged, both physically and mentally. When I go in for my first set of dead-stop squats, I feel like I'm going to bite the bar in half because I am just stoked from all the oxygen that's roaming through me right now. And I also do... The Wim Hof method, I also take the cold showers, and now they'll be getting better out, and I can get water through the outside faucet. I'll be taking the five-gallon barrels that you get from um, Home Depot or one of those places. They use the plastic ones for sheetrock. You fill that with water and dump it right over your head at the end. You want to talk about coming back to reality real quick? Sometimes I'll do as many as three. But I also do 30 deep breaths. You can pull it in through your nose or through your mouth and breathe real fast. If you're going to do that, make sure you're laying down. If you try to do that standing up, you will fall down. So when you're doing things like that, these make a big, big difference in your training. And if you're looking to big future endeavors, I would tell you to go out and look at this stuff. You can buy it right off Amazon, uh, and it's all about the heavy hands workout. This guy was a master. I mean, he had the heart rate probably of a 15-year-old. I mean, unreal. The only thing, it was the strangest thing. Never had any health problems. His wife prior to him, it wasn't that long before he passed away, she died of pancreatic cancer. He went in for some reason. He had pancreatic cancer. I think it was six months later. It killed him right away. Nothing else could kill him, but that got him. So... That's what I'm saying, you know, give gratitude for everything you got. Don't waste time texting all day, glued to the TV, glued to the radio, glued to your car. Go out and do this stuff, man. Carmen's a, look at Carmen, John, Dr. Wong, these guys are unbelievable. Frank DeMeo, holy shit. I hope I get that far. I'm going to, as I always said, I want to be pulling something off the platform at 101 and lights out. I'll never go and die in a hospital, believe me, or an old folks home. I'd blow the back of my fucking head out before I do that. That is no life. And as a Catholic, you should never say that. But you know what? That's how I feel. I don't want anybody diapering me or drool cut. I've seen enough of that visiting people. It scares the shit out of me if Anthony ever scared me. So think about that. Go out, get your lifting future together among everything else. Get all your ducks in a row, as they say. Um, if there's a show you'd like Carmen and I to do, Fiorella Barbell at nightcap Also on iTunes and Stitcher, give us a five star review. That's what we've gotten. We're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, we are on AHA directory for your car, pronounced aha. Um, If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, five words can change your life forever. And we know words have power. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what people are going through, and especially right now. Holy cow. You never know, man. This is why we do these shows more than ever. I haven't done this many solo shows, and I can't tell you how long. I've got stuff right now. I'm going to get this show up within two days. I'll probably have another one. we got Dr. Wong on Saturday for lacing up part – I think that's part three we're going to be doing. Um, It's unreal. Like, I can't stop, and I never could before, but it's like, I don't know. I've come like just, holy shit, let's do another one. Let's do another one. Let's read something from something I'm doing. Let's influence people where – Let's go do this. Let's join together and go out and just hammer it, okay? Heavy equipment you see on the road. What are they doing, those earth movers, crushing everything, moving everything? That's us, man. Move everything. Also, too, um, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, uh, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. Paul Thor. He is awesome from Wales, and he's going to be on M&M within the next few months, and I can't wait to get him on. He's incredible. Also, too, um, the great whos steel Crusher Stone says, domination in blood red. We dominate the path. We clear-cut it. We follow no one. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. We have huge balls that no one will ever clip. I don't care who you are. And... Don't forget this. Russell Fur has been with us from the beginning. When I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. Now it's a tidal wave, higher and wider than ever, brother. And that's the idea, man. Let's keep bringing and educating all these good people in here, no matter what age they are. I don't care if you're 85, man, 100. We want you. Come on in. Come on in with us. Be part of the Eminem family. Um, also, too. Uh, Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, 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 quitters never win, winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower, be a leader, not a follower. I put that up on Etched in Stone the other day. I don't know if anybody really caught that from the show, but I know that's what my father would be saying right now. You know, he'd be like, understand everything that's going on, but go out and lead. Try to make people feel comfortable about themselves again. Let them know that they've got more than just sitting there and taking it. Okay? Would you let somebody sit there and repeatedly kick you in the ass? I hope you wouldn't. Well, that's what they're doing here, but it's just a little bit more subtle in its way. Think about all that. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a 100 more of your friends we're coming because we will blow the roof off your house, not kick the door in. I forgot John Ridge, and I apologize. John would walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Put that in your repertoire. Keep smiling. Also, too, um, well, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you. We got your back. And before we sign off with Carmen, remember this. You're all geniuses, number one. But you are unstoppable, and you're winners and champions. And I want you to really, really memorize those words. They will get you out of a lot of scrapes. You know, I always say, like with my dad, things he would say to me. I don't know if he said it to my other brothers. But there's things he says to me today that still resonate that I think about or I get into something, he'd be like, don't do that. Don't do that to your name. Keep your elbow inside. Because a friend of his had his elbow out, car crossed the lane and took his arm right off to the shoulder. Mm. If I go to do that, I pull it right back in because the old man's whispering in my ear. And I said this to Carmen before. I've said this to everybody and this is important stuff. With Eminem, FBC, how I conduct my life and I'm not perfect believe me in any way shape or form but I work damn hard at everything there's something out there that will not allow me to quit anything that's my dad and I'll tell you why my dad was my harshest critic he was hard on me man hard italian hard but they had so many things going on you know and he wasn't nasty to me he loved me and you know? I knew that But with Jimmy, I mean, it had to be horrendous for them, what was going on with things. But I'll tell you this. He's in my ear a lot of times, and I'm very thankful for that because I think, well, I know. If if he didn't instill, and my mother did too, it wasn't all my dad, but he was a real male figure who I always looked up to, even when I, there were times I hated him, man. But I love my father, and my father was the one that prepared me for all this stuff here. You know, when we talk about I am built for this, one and two, the solo and the second part I did with Dale Dugas a couple weeks ago, it was all him. It was all him. I w- I probably would have broke, even with lifting, with all the shit that's happened. And you know what it was? I never want to let my father down. Isn't that crazy? I never want to let my father down. I won't relent. I just won't relent. You ought to think about those things. And if you have a father, tell your dad you love him, no matter what it is. No matter what it is. I wouldn't even care. My old man was a hard ass. He didn't give out affection unless he really wanted to. That was just the way he grew up. But I never worried about... You know, I always had a warm house, food on the table. I never I never thought, you know, I I knew my father loved me. My father didn't have to tell me that. So everybody wants approval now. I don't give a fuck about any of that. But I'll tell you what. Think about that with your dad or somebody that means a lot to you. That's why I'm still here. I won't let my father down. Carmen, um awesome show as usual. Um, it's always great to have you on here. It's my honor to have a man of your prestige on here and all the stuff. It's not only the lifting, it's just the way you conduct yourself. Well, I always
0: go ahead. I'm sorry. Thank you very much. It means a lot to hear that from you. Thanks. Uh, I, I'm honored every time you call me and ask me to do this because I'm wondering. I know he's got other people that are more qualified. Yeah. I don't. We keep doing it, brother. I
1: don't. And I don't look at it that way because, um, Every show you and I do does very well out there with the family and the new people coming in here. And as I told you, that's more important to me than having any big name, quote-unquote, as everyone likes to tell me. Um, It's the people like you and myself and John and so many others that came up the hard way, came through the trenches, and are still here today. And that is very, very important. You're not a flash in the pan like so many of these others are. Who cares what you did last week? It's what you're doing now for the rest of your life. So it's always an honor to have you on, brother, and thanks for being on. I greatly appreciate it.
0: Well, I look forward to the next time, my man. You be safe and stay healthy. You too. I will, and you too,
1: and uh, we will get together. So this show was today. Jesus, today's Thursday. It'll be up no later than Saturday. I'm thinking it's Tuesday. Holy cow. Um well we usually do it, I think, either I don't know if we did it Monday afternoons or Tuesday, but I know we did it at the beginning of the week. Um we'll get we'll get um Carmen on a regular schedule again because I'm starting to get more and more time. I mean, there's still a lot of things going on, but, you know, as I said, he's a big spoke in the wheel here at M&M. We'll get him back in here regular. There's going to be some other people regular. You're going to meet up with some new names. Get very excited because I'm telling you right now, you're part of the best to come here. And... Uh, I give gratitude to you all. I enjoy this, and as I said, I love what I do, and I do what I love. And this is for you, Pop. Believe me, it's all for you. And Jimmy, who's sitting right across from me. So, for Carmen Caputo, this is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening. Remember this. Get a grip on yourself. Get a grip on yourself and lead. And most of all, the world is asking something from you, and more now than ever, Go out and do it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will talk to you soon, and have a great rest of the week. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll see see you next time. time.